Welcome to the Impact Play. We are your weekly source for the latest news, updates, discussions, and debates that out beyond just gaming. We're not only blurring the lines between gaming, entertainment, sports, and music. We're even amplifying those voices, having their stories told here on the Impact Play. Join us as we record the show live over at twitch.tv backslash the Impact Play by clicking on that notification bell so you will be notified when we go live or later on YouTube or even on your favorite podcast platform. Simply search for the Impact Play. However you consume your content, wherever you consume it, we are there. Join us on Patreon or Silver Recruits and above. Get the show ad-free. Go to Recruits and above have exclusive access to not only the post-show, but they can even call in to be a part of the live show experience. Plus, they get early access to our reaction videos and so much more. Learn more and join today at patreon.com backslash the impact playing. I'm your show host Mohammed, otherwise known as It's Yaku. This is episode 114. On the agenda, we have the schedule for Gamescom 2021. Halo Infinite will be, Halo Infinite will be missing something at launch. The reveal for Call of Duty Vanguard. Microsoft has announced a new headset. A new trailer for the Eternals answers some questions but raises some new ones. Anthony Mackie is Captain America. DC Films is working on a Black Canary movie. The schedule for the 2021-2022 regular NBA season is now live. Everything that went down at SummerSlam. Justin Bieber and friends at a Las Vegas experience. Ariana Grande will be joining the cast of The Voice plus the top stories of the week. So, welcome to our very first segment of the show, where we discuss what we have been playing, what we have been enjoying, and essentially what we have been up to. So, as you all are all, all, are aware, I do live playthroughs of uh, essentially what I've what I've been playing throughout the week over on our Twitch channel at twitch.tv backslash the Impact Play. I've been doing a whole lot a whole lot of Rocket League. I'm literally playing it throughout the week, and then I do occasionally. Uh, I might play GTA 5, which which is I recently started getting into, and that's about it. Like I, I've I've stepped I've stepped away from 2K 21, but I'm definitely excited for 2K 22 when it comes out uh, later on this year. Uh, I've been trying to catch up with the Arrowverse the Arrowverse TV shows, so uh, the Green Arrow. Uh, Legends of Tomorrow, Supergirl, Black Lightning, and uh, and uh, Batwoman when I when I get to that show. But yeah, literally, I've been having a blast with it. I've definitely been in, uh, enjoying it. And I will be watching uh, What If episodes one and two later on today. And I will be doing a review as well. But that will be uh, available. Uh, First to our gold recruit and above over on over on Patreon, so that'll be up later on tonight. And for everyone else, it'll be available on a later date. Uh, also, for our Patreon uh, supporters, we have a whole bunch of content uh, that we've released throughout the week, and we have more coming. So, if you guys want to help support the show, be sure to check us out on Patreon once again. A selfless, a selfless plug there. Uh, also. On another note, before we start, uh, before we get, we get into the news, the regular, sh- the, the regular show, we have been posting a, uh, tip clips, or essentially 
uh, hot takes of the of the the top news in the in in the space. So gaming, entertainment, sports, and music. Uh, we put out a whole bunch of clips throughout the week on both our TikTok channels as well as our Instagram channel. So check us out on those respective platforms. Those will be available in the show notes. Uh, if you guys just search for the Impact Play, that is our username on essentially every social platform, every platform out there. All one word, no spaces, the Impact Play. If you guys are interested. But uh, uh, that's about it. So without further delay, we have a whole lot of news to talk about. Literally, we have a, a lot of gaming, entertainment, sports, and music a lot. So this might be a long episode. Just keep that in mind. So without further ado, we're going to hop into the news. But, but first is your gaming play. Call of Duty Vanguard reveal event has gone live in Warzone. And we also got a first glimpse of what to expect. And uh, all in all, I definitely am excited for it. Not just because it's another Call of Duty game, as I've always been playing. I'm excited because of the story. The story looks phenomenal. Like, I'm definitely excited for it. Of course, I'm going to get Call of Duty because so I can review it. But just for the story alone. Like if, if I don't get a code, uh, if I don't get a, a, a review code, I'm gonna buy the game either, either way. So the event went down on August twentieth, at uh, one p at one thirty p.m. Eastern. And yeah, so I will have. More. I'm not gonna talk about it in depth. Because I we have a video that's up, so we're just gonna just guess briefly discuss it. But yeah, uh, so of course PlayStation, the are the players over on the PlayStation side get early access to the beta, as always with the partnership between uh, Call of Duty and and uh, PlayStation. But yeah. There is a status. So without further ado, that's gonna be it. Oh wow. Okay, so we got Call of Duty out of the way. We'll talk about some briefly, some brief news. Fortnite is getting well. Did get Wonder Woman. So if Wonder Woman is on the island now. You can get the skin and her bling over up in the shop. Over up in the shop. I'll show you guys what I'm looking at. And if you guys are for our, our audio listeners, you are definitely missing out. If you guys aren't watching the vod, if you aren't able to join us on Twitch, the vod will be up later on tonight on YouTube.com backslash Empire Play. Why is it like weird? Hold on, I'm getting this up. Oh, I see what happened. Okay. I see exactly what happened. I feel like the camera locked up again. Why does it do that? Every now and then I would have the issue with the camera. 
But that's like in the beginning of the stream. It was never midstream. Oh, I see what it did. I blocked it. <laughs> you had me worried for a second. Wow, okay. There we go. <laughs> it was me that messed it up. Oh, okay, okay. I got it. Oh, it took me a minute to figure this out. I got I got worried for a second. <laughs> this is what happens when you're a one man show, a one man production, one man with multiple hats. So production hat, show host hat, editing hat, and so on. Like literally, I do everything on my own. But <laughs> let's get into the show. So uh, this is the Wonder Woman items that you can get in shop, and there's a Wonder Woman cup as well. That was three days ago, but yeah, I don't know if it's still on because I don't play Fortnite. I might happen to occasionally for events or for, or most recently the Ariana con Ariana Grande concert. But that was phenomenal. Like they did, they did such a tremendous job with it. Like all all these events just bring me back, and I also bought bought a couple of skins which were like twenty to twenty thirty dollars worth. But that's it. That'll bring me back like on on the on occasionally, but like you guys are aware, I'm into I'm into Rocket League now. So literally, I buy every skin that's available every week, literally. Okay, so we have Asa joins Rainbow Six Siege as its first trans transgender operator, and this is coming from IGN. First announced last week, she's a two health, two speed, two difficulty character that uses a Talon 8 clear shield to block incoming bullets. Her gender identity was not revealed during the announcement, nor was it discussed during previews for the upcoming Year 6 Season 3 content. However, GameSpot noticed a line in Osa's biography that mentions a transition, and the publication reached out to Ubisoft for confirmation. And this is coming from Ubisoft. The decision to create create a transgender character was made early on as part of our initiative to have an exclusive roster of operators. Ubisoft's statement reads, The consultants, all of whom are trans people, wanted to make sure that Osa was represented as authentically and organically as possible. So we have some new looks from... Uh Rainbow Six Siege, so I'll show you guys in a second, and there we go. I got this right this time around. Like I've played it randomly, but I'd enjoy it because I've been playing. I think it was I've been playing it on Xcloud. I I had into it one time before on the Xbox, but on the Xbox or the PC, I don't remember. But I didn't enjoy it at, at all. Even PUBG is like is like foreign to me. Phil Spencer has a Steam Deck and says Xbox games work well on it. It's coming from once again at IGN. So Phil Spencer managed to get his hands on a Steam Deck early, and that 
and says that playing Xbox games such as Halo through xCloud Gaming or the Xbox Gaming Network feels good on the handheld. In a tweet, Spencer confirmed that he spent the past part of a week with the upcoming portable PC before congratulating the Steam Deck team. After having mine most of the week, I can say it's a really nice device, he said. Games with me on the go, screen size controls are all great. Playing Halo and Age of Empires, I'm assuming, feels good. Excellent, works well. Congratulations, Steam Deck. So, if you guys are aware, the Steam Deck is a port is a portable PC gaming console that is coming uh, that is coming from the folks over at Valve, the makers of Steam. So, essentially, what you can I've talked about this before on previous episodes, but I'll, I'll, I'll discuss it more again. It's essentially, a you could play all your your Steam Deck, and then you, and it was also noted that you could bring other uh, libraries onto the onto the Steam Deck. So you could bring you could bring the Epic Game Launcher, you could bring uh, the XCloud to it as well, and everything else like Origin, EA, and so on. But yeah, I'm excited for it, and I also did uh, pre-order. I pre-ordered the high the highest tier the tier three. Of course, with the the more storage, the faster storage, and literally like the exclusive works. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited for it. And it is uh, there are some rumors going on that we might not get it, but the end of this year we might even get it. No, um, early like around next year. That's fine with me. Whenever it's ready, it comes out. I'm not actually. It was hold on. Let me see something real quick. Let me get it real quick. Uh, let me get it again. So I could get. So I, I'm just talking from uh, my memory. Okay, yeah. I went to Steam's official site. Okay, here it is. Yeah. Okay, so it's gonna be all three models are gonna be available quarter two of 2022. So it'll be available, like say, April through May. But I feel like it's gonna be delayed until the earliest is holiday of 2022. Because of chip shortages and shipping and all that stuff, especially around COVID. But yeah, this is the one that I'm getting has a 512 gigabytes of NVMe SSD drive, the fastest storage possible, a premium intake glare etched glass, an exclusive carrying case, an exclusive Steam community pro, uh, profile bundle, as well as an exclusive virtual key, uh, keyboard theme, whatever that means. But yeah. Literally, the only reason I got it is because of the storage. Because you guys are aware. Literally, Vanguard. We're, we're going we're to discuss that. Oh, yeah. We forgot to discuss that. Uh, we missed something with Vanguard. That's going to be our over 300 gigs. 300 gigabytes for that one game. And imagine if you get the 529, the 256 gigabyte NVMe SSD, the tier 2. You won't be able to fit that game, the game on it <laughs> at all. <laughs> But for me, I play most of my games on Xbox, so this won't really matter. But at the same time, for those who buy, literally buy all their games on Steam, you're better off getting the Tier 3. So. Let's see, what else do we have? Okay. 
So our games are getting bigger and bigger. So I guess we're going to continue with the news, folks. So this is coming from IGN once again. Not only did a California federal court uh, court order the now defunct ROM universe to destroy all of its pirated Nintendo games, but it also filed an injunction that ensures the site won't be allowed to come back online. As reported by Torrent Freak, these new orders follows Nintendo's victory in the lawsuit against the ROM hosting site, ROM Universe that was seeking damages for copyright infringement and uh, federal trademark infringement. Uh, so it initially requested ROM Universe, the court initially requested to pay Nintendo $2.1 million in damages, uh, damage and damages, their puni the punishment has now become more severe. Nintendo has also asked the court to reconsider, especially after Starman hinted that the ROM universe could have a pot potential comeback. The plaintiff's evidence, uh, so essentially, uh, let me see. So there's an injunction that prohibits ROM Universe's operator to copy, distribute, sell, or even play unauthorized copies of Nintendo's games. It's also forbidden from using Nintendo trademarks, logos, or names in a confusing way. But yeah, it's not surprising. It's literally making we're making money off of uh, illegal copies. But yeah, that's what happens. And speaking of Fortnite. There is a new mode called Fortnite Imposters. It's essentially a copy of Among Us. So essentially you have a team of... What were you? Oh, here it is. Uh, da, 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 da. I was here before. I literally found it. Hold on. I'm gonna find it again. I know I discussed this before on, on, a, tip clip, on a tip clip before. Ugh. Are you. So essentially, there's two party modes. Well, two. Yeah, two modes. Where a, uh, a certain amount of players has one imposter and the second one has two imposters. But I literally just talked about this early on in the week and I got it from the site. Which is weird. Let me see. Let me go to that channel of our Discord. There it is. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's the same article that I have there, which is totally weird. Wow. Okay. Whatever it is, what it is. For some reason, I can't find it here. It looks like they updated it. Because this is where I got my information from the first time around. The only, the only thing it says here is just a party of 10 players. Oh, here it is. Starting a game with four to seven, 
uh, will have one and eight or more will have two. That was weird how I couldn't find it. Okay, but there you go, folks. <laughs> Sorry for the confusion. I was confusing myself. So, uh, speaking of Fortnite, it looks like Will Smith will be coming to Fortnite in the form of Bad Boys. So, it, um, let's, let's see, how do they find that initially? I'm assuming someone like a data miner or something, right? Yeah, so essentially he might be coming. That's all it says, but yeah. And then we're going to move on to Cyberpunk, something that we haven't heard in forever. So apparently there is a patch that... Patch 1.3 that gives f apparently three uh, free DLC, which is uh, practically skins. But that's essentially it. You get some balance changes, some sort of improvements, but... Not to where the point where it's playable again. Like, I literally stopped playing it because it was unplayable. So, uh, we got our first official gameplay for Life is Strange True Colors. And on top of that, we also have a soundtrack that's available on Spotify. So you can check that out if you like. I listened to the album. It's nice and it's soft. So, yeah. It's not exactly my type, but I enjoy a variety. So we have everything that was announced during the Pokemon uh, Presents announcement. So this was coming over from, first time I heard it, it's like Twinfinite.net. So Pokemon Unite has a release date for its mobile launch. The game will release on iOS and Android devices on September 22nd. And players... Hey, can receive special Pikachu bonus rewards for pre-registering before launch. Pokemon Unite will feature crossplay between both the Switch and mobile versions. Additionally, the game's roster will be expanded. Will be expanded with two new Pokemon, Mamoswine and Sylveon, will, will both be added to the game and will be playable in game. So we have Pokemon Cafe Remix, the spin-off game Cafe, the spin-off uh, game of the po uh, Pokemon Cafe Mix. We'll be getting a complex revamp titled Pokemon Cafe Remix. It will have all sorts of changes and improvements to the original game, which is both a Switch and a mobile free-to-play title. There will be new titles and Pokemon in Cafe Mix Remix with new dress-up options and ways to grow your staff. This will provide interesting content for the game if you enjoy the game but found yourself dropping out of it. Uh, it will be available this coming fall. Pokemon Masters X 2 anniversary Update mobile game is celebrating its second anniversary and it was announced that players will be able to enjoy an update that adds free sync pair scouts, legendary events, new storylines, and more. In addition to 100 sync pairs with 10 pair scouts available to collect daily, players will also receive 3,000 free gems in this game right now and is also returning to the game on August 29th, uh, pairing up with Reshram. Why does it keep doing this to me? Uh, what was that? 
uh, restaurant and an anniversary outfit. There will be two more anniversary pairs down the line as well. Finally, on, on September 15th, a new storyline featuring villains will begin, starting with Kanto's Giovanni. Galarian Pokemon are starting to appear in Pokemon Go. So, Pokemon Go is celebrating five years. To celebrate, uh, first... Uh, Pokemon that first appeared in the Galar region are are appearing now uh, through August 31st. And there is also a tease event featuring Hoopa, so I'm definitely excited for that. So we also got a trailer for Pokemon uh, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. That, that depicted more information. The trailer gave us an overview of what the game is about, who Team Galactic is, some of the new features we can expect. Of course, we're not going to go into in-depth because we're trying to give you, keep the spoiler free as possible. And on top of that, we're also getting a new Switch uh, Lite exclusive model for the uh, featuring Dialga and Pokia. And we also got another trailer for Poke an overview trailer for Pokemon Legends Arceus. So it gave us an in-depth look of the area. I'm not gonna say which area. We have new Pokemon that was announced, and I'm definitely looking forward to when it when it comes out January 28th of 2022. This was coming over from uh, comicbook.com. A new Netflix video game series has reportedly leaked, but it seems to be seen if it will be a movie or a new television, television series. The past few years... So, let's see. So, that's essentially it. That's it. <laughs> that's it. So, a Facebook Connect will be held on October 28th digitally. It is the second year running for that event. It is the company's annual uh, conference for AR and VR developers. It's often used as platforms for the, for the company to make major announcements related to its XR initiatives. Alright, Skyrim's 10th anniversary edition has been announced. And it will be available November 11th. And uh, owner uh, of the game will receive a free next generation console upgrade. It'll, uh, the anniversary edition will include 10 years worth of content plus some new ones. Okay, so here is, uh, so for those of you who, who have the special edition, won't be able to get a free upgrade. It will be paid. That's just as a side note. All right, let's see what else we got. Microsoft has announced a new Xbox Stereo headset. 
If you guys are familiar with my Xbox wireless stereo headset that I'm constantly using, there is a wired version that is more affordable at $59.99. And it's available for pre-order today on the Xbox site. It won't have as much features as compared to its wireless counterpart, but it is a more streamlined ver uh, entry into, into the headset line. Now we're going to go on to the Gamescom schedule for 2021. So it'll begin August 25th and we'll run through August 27th. We have the Destiny 2 Witch Queen Showcase, Xbox Livestream, that will go, and then we have the Gamescom opening night on the 25th. We have the Future Games Show on the 26th. So there won't be that, that many announcements, but I'm definitely excited for it nonetheless. And we also got another trailer for an in-depth, for another glimpse of Metroid Dread that is available on YouTube now. So I'm definitely uh, excited to play this game. And this will be my first ever Metroid game experience. I've, I've watched maybe gameplay of it in the early stages, but I haven't played it myself. So I'm definitely excited for it. So I can review it for you guys for the show. Moving on, Halo Infinite will be releasing some key, some uh, some things over uh, when it launches. This is coming from IGN. Three for Three Industries has announced that, it's del that it, it is delaying campaign co-op and forge for Halo Infinite until after the launch. As the developers, I'm getting the single-player campaign and the multiplayer done in time for its holiday release. In an August video update from the official Halo YouTube channel, Halo Infinite head of creative. Joseph Staden confirmed that neither campaign, co-op, nor Forge will be in Halo Infinite at launch. 343 has confirmed that Halo Infinite is 100% committed to releasing the anticipated shooter this holiday. So that's essentially it. So uh, we might be, we are getting a brand new Saints Row game that is getting revealed next week. And it's based on a few details so far. Uh, this is coming from over at Kotaku. Jeff Kelly first teased the new Saints Row reboot via a tweet on August 20th, hinting that it will be a fully revealed during Gamescom opening night live. Shortly after, the official Saints Row Twitter account began tweeting about the new game. Over on the Saints Row website, Tate has an image of a brick wall covered in graffiti. And the way rebooting, so it might be a reboot, it might be a, a new uh, Saints Row, uh, we'll see when it comes out. There's the image. The Last of Us 2 uh, might be getting multiplayer. The uh, a data miner has uncovered leftover multiplayer assets within The Last of Us Part 2's file that potentially points to a battle royale mode compromised of locations from the action adventures game single player campaign. It's coming from GameSpot. In a nearly 5 minute long video, uh, modding and exploring games, YouTuber Spec Lizard shared what are allegedly the last of, 
of us part two multiplayer assets. So I'm not really that excited for it because I haven't exactly played The Last of Us at all, part part one or part two. But yeah, if it's true, if people are excited for it, definitely. If you guys aren't excited for it, you don't have to play this mode. But yeah, moving on. Okay, we did this already. Oh, we have a few minutes of it. Okay, our last piece of gaming news has a tie-in with sports and entertainment. So the new WWE 2K22 was announced during SummerSlam and has revealed a release window. Where are you? Here somewhere. I literally just saw it. Oh, of March of 2022. I can't believe I missed that. And the newest trailer. So you could check that out on YouTube now. But yeah. I'm sure a lot of people are excited for that. Alright, now we're going to move on to your entertainment play. And the first up is... Oh no, that's sports. So hold on. I missed, okay, here it is. Shang-Chi director reveals when the movie takes place in the MCU timeline. It's coming over from comic book. Okay. Uh, let's see. actually set after the events of uh, Avengers Endgame and will move the timeline forward. Okay, so that's essentially it, all we need to know. And we have some even more... Where are you? Oh, here it is. We have some even more uh, news in regards to that upcoming movie in September. Sir Ben Kingsley confirms his return to the MCU in the form of Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Speaking to Entertainment Tonight, King Kingsley confirmed that he will be appearing in the upcoming film after being spotted at the Red Carpet premiere earlier this week. So yeah, I'm excited for that film when it comes out. Uh, let's see. Okay, here it is. Uh, this next one's coming from IGN. Tom, the Spawn movie was first announced back in 2009, has finally found its writer in the form of Brian Tucker. This news 
comes nearly after a year after it was revealed last September. The movie's script has been taken in a new direction. Tucker, who was perhaps best known for writing the script for 2013's Broken City, has been hired to write a new script for the movie as reported by The Hollywood Reporter. I'm definitely excited for it. Anything that's Marvel or even uh, DC, like anything that's based on comic books, comic books, I'm excited for it. Whether it be in the form of a TV show or even a movie. Scarlett Johansson joins uh, the newest West Anderson movie. And this exclusive is coming from The Hollywood Reporter. The Black Widow star is the latest big name to join the filmmaker's new movie currently before cameras in Spain. The movie has enlisted the unusual re- uh, rep- repertoire of, Anders- of Anderson, Des Pians. Anderson, Brody, Bill Murray, Jason... I'm sorry if I batched this, but I'm going to pronounce this as best as I can. Jason Schwartzman, Tilda Swinton, but also features high-profile newcomers Margaret Robbie and Tom Hanks amongst them. Rube uh, Fried is also on the roll call. So plot details for the feature, uh, which Anderson wrote and is directing, are being kept under wraps, and Johansson's Character details are still not revealed. But I'm like, uh, it's... But yeah. Moving on. Jason Tatum and Sandra Bullock have wrapped production for The Lost City of D. So it's expected to hit theaters April 15th, 2022. Catwoman. And a anime film has been announced. It is the next movie on Warner Brothers animation docket. The film is being done by the studio alongside DC and Warner Brothers. Home Entertainment. And while little is known about the film's specifics. It will star Catwoman as well as Batwoman. So Catwoman will be played by Elizabeth Gillis. And Batwoman will be voiced by Stephanie Beatrice of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Fast and Furious 10 will, will release in April of 2023. And it will be part of a two-part finale. Thank you, IGN, for that update. Anthony Mackie has closed the deal to star in Captain America 4. Following Marvel's... The, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Anthony Mackie has closed the deal to star in Captain America 4, as reported initially by Deadline. Captain America 4 is being written by the Falcon and the Winter Soldier's head writer and creator, Malcolm Spellman, and the series staff writer, Dallin Mazlan. Deadline's sources have also said that there is no director set for the film as of yet. But yeah, that was uh, bound to happen because, as you all know, in Endgame, uh, Captain America kind of retired. He hasn't watched it. Go back and watch it. But yeah. Disney Plus announces a new original series on the edge. Will follow the exploit of free solo project Alex Honnold. As he tries to climb some of the toughest terrain in the Greenland. Uh... 
Gonna keep this spoiler free as possible. Yeah, it's, it's giving us details about the plot, the, uh, the plot and everything. So we're gonna end this here. We got a new trailer for Eternals, and has revealed an endgame connection. And as of course, we're not gonna go into exact specifics because we did release a a reaction video on YouTube. If you guys wanna hear hear my thoughts on it. But it has it has interesting questions as to why they didn't interfere in the earlier events of the MCU. Thanos, you have uh, Loki when he tried to take over the the world twice, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> well, yeah. So I'm definitely excited for. I'm totally everything that's comic book related. I'm excited for. We also got a first uh, trailer for He-Man and the Masters. He-Man or He-Man? And the Masters of the Universe. And Netflix has set a date for... Let me see if I can find it. Uh, uh, where's that date? It's here somewhere. I know it's coming September. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, September 16th. I was right. <laughs> so it's going is the the show is being produced by Mattel Television and it's being developed for television by Rob David. Uh so it's essentially a reanimation kid friendly uh version to introduce them into the universe. Dominique Thorne's Riri Williams will debut in Black Panther and Wakanda Forever. This exclusive is coming from Comic Book. The actress will be playing Ironheart in the MCU. Thorne has had previously been announced at MC, uh, as the MCU's Riri Williams for the, up, for the hero's self-titled Ironheart series coming to Disney+. Kevin Feige has referred confirmed to comic.com that Thorne will make her MCU debut as Ironheart ahead of the release of her self-titled series. We're shooting Black Panther Wakanda forever right now. In the character of Riri Williams, you will meet a Black Panther 2 first, like he said in an interview surrounding the release of Shang-Chi and the Legend of the, Chin of the Ten Rings. She started shooting, I think, this week before the, her Ironheart series. So I'm definitely excited for it. Like, literally... She's my next uh, second very favorite character, uh, next to Iron Man, and you'll find out why if you haven't read the comics. Netflix renews Never Have I Ever for season three, and will be uh, coming out sometime next year. Now I'm going to move on to this Black Canary movie that DC Films is. Developing in partnership with uh, Warner Brothers for HBO Max. And it will star Journey Smollett. And we have Keish uh, as Black Canary. And we have Misha Green writing the script. And we have Sue Kroll will, will be producing the film under her Kroll & Co. Entertainment banner. Having also pro produced Birds of Prey. The Walking Dead gets a little bigger as Anna Khaja joins season 2 of the spin-off of The Walking Dead, World Beyond and a Recurring Wall. 
Kaja, whose credits include seasons of Quanta, uh, Quantico and The Good Place, will play Indira according to Deadline. Kaja's character is an intelligent, artistic leader and mother who will do whatever it takes to protect her family and protect her people from harm. Kaja has appeared in episodes of True Blood, Bones, and The Good Fight, Madam Secrecy, and The and the Boys, most, re- most recently guest starring on CBS's FBI and Fox series The Resident. The two season limited event series previously up season one. Uh, uh, we're not going to go into the show details because we're not, we haven't exactly watched the show ourselves, but yeah. So an Evil Dead trilogy is heading to HBO Max. We have uh, The Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, and the Army of Darkness will be arriving on the service on September 1st. Unfortunately, the 2013 Evil Dead remake will be joining the classic trilogy in HBO Max next month. There will, uh, there will be, however, a ton of movies coming to HBO Max with Evil Dead, including Cloverfield, King Kong, and the entire Harry Potter franchise. And we also have um, The Good Heart, Green Lantern, Imposter, Inheritance, King Kong... 2005 extended version, Nanny McPhee, Oblivion, Uja, Origin of Evil, uh, Shodan in Little Tokyo, Taken 2, the extended version. We have What They Had, View from the Top, Undisputed, Transformers, and so on, and a whole bunch of other films. The Witcher showrunner, Lauren Schmidt, has signs an overall deal with Netflix. This is... Uh, Coming from IGN, Netflix has signed a multi-year deal with the Witcher showrunner Lauren Schmidt Hisrich. I believe I said that right. Wow, I'm surprised with myself. The streaming giant announced on Thursday that it has entered into a new creative partnership with Schmidt Hisrich that will see her that will see her write and produce scripted series content and other creative projects for the platform. While also continuing to serve as showrunner and an executive producer on Netflix, Netflix's hit series The Witcher. Okay, now we're gonna go on to your sports play, folks. And the first up is uh, moments coming from NBA's Top Shot. Moment badges, I should say. The time has come for us to move forward with, with one of the most highly anticipated design features on the NBA, Top Shot Beta, Moment Badges. For months, we've explored different ways of adding visual identification for particularly significant landmark moments and the end result adds filtering flair to some of the company's most beloved collectibles. A total of five different badges have been created and assigned to the NBA Top Shot Moments. Have been minted and released in packs up to this point. There also be these will also be added to new moments that qualify for them heading forward. Let's dive right in. It's coming from NBA Top Shot blog. We have rookie badges, uh, rookie premier badges, rookie mint badges, three star rookie badges, Top Shot debut. And so on. You can you can read the entire blog over on uh, NBA Top Shop. 
So essentially, let's kind of go into it. The rookie year badge will signify that the player featured in a, in a given moment was from the subject player's rookie season, regardless of what uh, of when said uh, when said moment was minted. Uh, the rookie premier badge is, signifies that the specific play featured in a given moment is from the subject player's first regular season mashup. The rookie mint badge signifies that the uh, that specific player features a, in a given moment was minted at some point during the player's uh, rookie season. The three-star rookie badge. Uh, it is a it'll it'll appear on moments in place of the three individual rookie badges for all intent and purposes. Uh, it'll qualify for each of the individual rookie badges. So instead of having three separate badges, it's gonna have th it's gonna have this badge to re to represent all three. Then we have the top shot debut badge. Uh. It'll be affixed to any moment featuring the player's first play minted on the blockchain. Uh, okay, so bear in mind that the Top Shot debut badge will be assigned to the player's first play that is minted in our system and not necessarily the first one that reaches circulation. So yeah. So the in oh, the overview, the inter the inter the integration of these five badges will add additional flair to select moments, calling a, calling attention to plays with specific contextual significance. What gives them real value is you, the collector. One of our top priorities with NBA Top Shot has been to build a transparent marketplace, and the rollout of these badges allow us to give collector. Collectors equal access to information about when and how certain plays arrive on the block. Uh, 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 plays arrived on the blockchain. So you guys are are all aware. I'm into the blockchain as well. NBA Top Shot, and my I've been buying moments every now and then, and my collector score is over at 600. My next goal is to reach a thousand. So I'll, hopefully I'll I'll, re I'll reach that soon. Like these challenges are dev are phenomenal. Like they've like they they've been such a tremendous add-on. All right, now moving on to some other NBA news. The schedule has been announced. Or are you okay? So the regular season will will begin on October nineteenth, twenty twenty one, and will conclude Sunday, April tenth, twenty twenty two, for the seventy fifth anniversary season. So you can check that out on NBA.com website. So, speaking of NBA, the NBA Summer League has concluded and has crowned a champion in the form of the Sacramento Kings. 
Okay, and on top of that, Lewis King has been crowned the NBA Summer League Championship MVP. Moving on. This is coming from uh, Sports Center. Jason Terry is finalizing a deal to become the new head of coach of the Grand Rapids Goal, the new G League affiliate of the Nuggets, sources told. Told uh, ESPN senior NBA insider Adrian. I don't want to botch this. Wudge Narowski. Terry has been an assistant at the University of Arizona and has played for 19 years in the NBA. Boston Celtics will retire Kevin Garnett's jersey on March 13th. And he is the 24th player in history in Boston Celtics history to have his jersey retired. Once they face the Dallas Mavericks. And now we're going to end this last sports uh, piece of news with the WWE SummerSlam event. Okay, we're going to read this good bit, a good piece of news. On a night where John Cena, this is going from ESPN by the way, could have made history by becoming could have made history by becoming a 17-time world champion. Roman Reigns took Cena down with a spear and stood over him in celebration. Universal Championship held high. That lasted for all of a matter of seconds when the familiar beats of Brock Lesnar's entrance music hit the PA system at Legion Stadium. Lesnar, well... Lesnar, uh, bearded with a ponytail, confronted Reigns face-to-face and forced Reigns to retreat. It was the second straight pay-per-view to end with Reigns getting his thunder stolen following a big win after his Money in the Bank title match victory over Edge was interrupted by Cena. They made no contact, but the message was clear. Despite their shared ties to Paul Heyman, Lesnar is back and a renewal of tensions dating all the way back to 2015 have been renewed. And a wildly energetic and exciting conclusion to a show that had a handful of high points, including the return of Becky Lynch, but largely dragged and was occasionally hard to watch. Four title titles changed hands on Saturday night in Las Vegas, including Lynch's 26-second SmackDown's Women's Championship victory and Charlotte Flair's 12th Women's Championship victory for the Raw Women's Belt. But Cena, with the most legendary number in professional Wrestling's uh, hanging over his head didn't become the sixth, the, f- the fifth. The main event was a matter of classic egos, and both Cena and Reigns played their part to perfection. With uh, every roll-up attempt, John Cena seemed to get deeper and deeper on the rig skin. As Reigns exerted control, he started to mock Cena more and more, coming uh, going so far as to stand on the ring, uh, ring steps and prematurely hoist his championship. Be, uh, belt over his head. Uh, so Becky Lynch uh, defeated Bianca Beclair for the SmackDown's Women's Championship. Bobby Lashley, uh, Lashley has defeated Goldberg for the WWE Championship. We have Edge def- defeats Seth Rollins. We have Charlotte Flair defeats Nikki A.S.H. 
and Rhea Ripley for the women's the Raw Women's Championship. You have the Damian Priest defeats Shaman for the US Championship. We have Tag Team uh, Raw uh, Raw Tag Team Championship. We have Randy Orton and Riddle defeat AJ Styles and Omis. Okay, oh here it is. Okay, for the Smack uh, SmackDown Tag Team Championship, the Osons defeat Ray and da- and Dominique Mysterio. And f- uh, not finally, we have Alexa Bliss defeats Ava Marine. And then we have Drew Mc. Kyrie def- defeats Jinder Mahal. We have Big E uh, that defeated Baron Baron Garbin. And we also have, I forgot to mention this last piece of, this piece of news. CM Puck makes his pro wrestling return and has signed with All Elite Wrestling. After standing seven years from away from the ring, Punk returned Friday night with an all-elite wrestling, appearing on his television show Rampage, and in his hometown of Chicago. The promotion announced Punk, one of the most popular stars in pro wrestling throughout the 2010s, signed with EAW on social media. But yeah, now that we got that out of the way, we're going to move on to your music play, folks. And the first up is Just Bieber and Friends. It is a three-day experience that is gonna that's going to be in Las Vegas. It is a weekender event that is said to be his first ever uh, curated travel experience that is said to bring fans closer to the favorite pop star. Da, 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 da. And it is expected to be more than a concert. It's a three-day event that will allow fans to share some of Bieber's favorite activities by partaking in skate sessions, uh, a skate park takeover, uh, restaurant dinners, and so on. And on top of that, we also have some headliners for the Forest Show. David Guetta, The Kid Laurie, Kay Lenny, Jaden, Tory Boy, Eddie Benjamin. So you must be 21 and older to attend the event. And you could also buy your tickets now. If you guys are interested. So Ariana Grande will be headlining The the Voice in season 2021. As she joins the coach. Uh, what's that? The coach lineup, I guess you could say. Alongside Blake uh, Chilton, Kelly Clarkson, and John Legend. And thank you, Screaming from that article. Moving on. So we have some new releases for you guys. Uh, let's see. Sean Mendes and Tini Goddess remembering the Summer of Love. 
on their smooth collaboration. Other A-list artists dropped some hot new releases before the end of the season. It's coming from Billboard, by the way. While Lord harnessed the power of the sun for her third studio uh, album, Solar Power. The triple took... Uh, so it's her fourth LP. Ed Sheeran, stopped by his emotional old visiting hours in Skrillex, invited his frequent... His, Frequent collaborator Justin Bieber and special guest Tan uh, Tolliver for the romantic plea, Don't Go. Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar surprises an announcement on Twitter. It's going from Complex. After Kendrick Lamar has ended, has ended his silence on Friday afternoon and posted a folder titled NU Thoughts, containing a written statement depicting details on, on making his final TDE album. And what he's been doing while he's been away. I spent most of my days with fleeting thoughts. He wrote, writing, listening, and collecting old beach uh, cruisers. The morning. That's essentially it. Young Thug drops his new punk single, TikTok. On Friday. So we have new music. Oh no, we did that already. Lord uh, and her solar power. John Mendez and Tiny Summer of Love. Yeah, we talked about this. Yeah, literally, we did talked about this earlier. But we kind of missed one more. Uh, we have triple. We have Trip at Night by Chirpy Tread. That's weird how we copied another article. The same content. Okay. Lord has... No, we did that already. We did Lord. Okay. So, uh, Aliana's iconic album, One in a Million, has finally arrived on streaming platforms. Which I'm excited for. I'm going to stream that today. Alright, and lastly, we're going to end this with Cardi B's new apparel and sneaker, and sneaker line lineup inspired by her hometown. Cardi B is diving deeper into the fashion industry as she prepares to launch her second full apparel line with Reebok. While the rapper has dropped one of uh, collaborations with the athletic brand in the past, as well as her 90s-inspired summer fine collection earlier this year. The new Let Me Be In My World line draws inspiration from her hometown of New York City. Mm. So it will launch November 27th. It'll include uh, uh, leather sneakers, track shoes, satin jackets, pants and leggings, hoodies, skirts, body suits, and more. But it will it will be in a woman's uh, size lineup. Okay. So let me guys give you a preview of her collection. You can preview on Reebok's website now. If you guys are interested. Okay. 
They get better email to let you know when the collection drops. These pants are nice. I'm gonna get this for my wife. Oh, they even have it in toddler sizes. That's, that's nice. I like that. Wait, what? What's there between this and this one? The one that I saw earlier. Oh, wait, it's the colorway. Yes, the colorway. It's different colorways. Okay, just making sure. Okay, so. Okay, let me check if we have any last minute news, uh, any uh, uh, breaking news as well. We may have missed or anything just coming out in the, just coming out of the woodwork. Yeah, I have two days until game is calm. We already talked about that. Um... Hedy is currently the highest ranked game for current generation consoles. This came from Eurogamer. Mm. I think that's about it. Actually, no, there's one more. So a new championship for the Call of Duty League uh, will take place at 3 p.m. later on today. Atlanta Phase will be facing Toronto's Ultra. Yeah, it looks like that's about it. A small title update will be coming to the PlayStation 4 and 5 version of Assassin's Creed uh, Valhalla. So there are some matches going tonight. The Giants are facing the Browns and the 49ers are facing the, the Dodgers. Let's see what else. There is a quick remastered version that is coming out. We have uh, Morty is finally officially available in Fortnite in the form of his own skin instead of just uh, a pickaxe. Um, yeah, that's about it. I'm not seeing anything else. Oh, this is all the last bit of news. Uh, Toys R Us will be making a comeback starting uh, next year. Well, they kind of did. They partnered up with Macy's. Uh, and you could uh, shop online for toys in, in, in the works on Macy's website, macy's.com backslash Toys R Us. And they'll be available in all Macy's locations starting next year. 
Okay. And let's see. So we're going to move on to Reading Mill. If you guys want to send us Reading Mill, here's how you can contact us. You want to know your feedback, your thoughts, and if you have any questions that may have for us, we're sending us Reading Mill on our Discord server, leaving over a voice note over at anchor.fm backslash play, Or by set. Who knows, it may even be featured on a future episode or even a special readable segment of the show. So thank you guys so much for making the Impact Player part of the day. If you wish to join our community server over on Discord, be sure to enter exclamation Discord and chat now. And guys, we're trying to unlock subs over on Twitch and we need your help. Share the channel with your friends, your family, anyone who believes in it from the show. Give us a follow, hit the notification bell so you will be notified when we do go live. Join us when we go live or even lurk if you must. Literally every little bit helps. Help us level up the show to new heights to where we know we, where we can take this. It will help us bring even more guests onto the show. It will help us bring on, uh, have, uh, it will allow us to have access to early review copies, to uh, up, to upgrades to our streaming, our, our studio, and so on. So literally every bit helps, helps get us even a step further closer to our goal. Thank you guys so much. Leave us a review if you're just joining on your favorite platform. Thank you guys again. Have a great one. I'll see you all on the post show. Have a good one, folks.